Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Greetings, as we celebrate the incarnation of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is episode number 72 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title of this episode is God's Free Gifts Through Jesus Christ, Part 4. James chapter 1 verse 17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. And then Romans chapter 8 verse 32 states, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? This month, we're talking about God's free gifts that come through Jesus Christ. The gift that I would like to focus on this week is the gift of peace. Now, not peace with God. That is accomplished by receiving the redemptive work of Jesus on your behalf and thus bringing you back into a peaceful relationship with God. That is not what I want to focus on here. But the peace of God, that peace is the peace of our soul that passeth all understanding as stated in Philippians chapter 4 verse 7. It is a peace that is maintained even though everything around you may be in chaos. Now if you look in a dictionary, it may define peace as absence of civil disturbance or hostilities such as a nation being at peace from war and its enemies, or it may define it as a personal freedom from internal and external strife. The biblical concept of peace is even larger than that. The Hebrew word for peace is shalom, and it carries the meaning of to be complete, whole, to live well, soundness, health, prosperity, well-being in general, and all being good in relationship to both man and God. Now remember, I want to focus on the peace of God. This peace is a peace of tranquility or quietness of spirit that transcends all circumstances that are taking place in your life. Now, during this time of celebrating the birth of Christ, we must guard against relinquishing our peace. This state of tranquility or quietness that I'm talking about of spirit, regardless of our circumstances. I don't know what your circumstances may be presently, 
but there are some who may be stressed about those last few gifts that need to be purchased for an individual who seems to have everything, or maybe uh, over the dinner that you're hosting, or for the packing that needs to be completed so you can travel to that relative's home. It can be a number of things. This week in the news, we heard of the 18-wheeler semi-truck that plowed into the crowd of people in Germany, and in addition to that, the assassination of the Russian ambassador. There are many things that happen that can destroy our peace. So then how do you maintain this peace in the midst of challenging times? I want to share a few tips and hopefully you will regain or maintain your peace regardless of what is surrounding you. Think of a boat in a storm. As long as that storm remains on the outside and not allowed to enter the boat, that boat will remain afloat. But if the rushing waters and the conditions come into the boat, the boat is going to sink. The same is true of us. God has made it possible for us to maintain a peace and stay afloat of turbulent circumstances that we face in life. So right now, I would like to give you a few suggestions for staying afloat. Number one, remember that peace comes from God. God alone is the source of our peace. He is the God of peace. This is a peace he's willing to provide for us as his children through Jesus Christ, no matter what we're experiencing. And I pray that you will believe this truth. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23 in the New Living Translation says, May the God of peace make you holy in every way, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. And then also in Hebrews chapter 13, verses 20 to 21, it says, Now may the God of peace, who brought up from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep, and ratified an eternal covenant with his blood, may he equip you with all you need for doing his will. May he produce in you, through the power of Jesus Christ, every good thing that is pleasing to him. All glory to him forever and ever. Amen. So God is the source of our peace. And then number two, recognize and prayerfully repent when you linger in anxiety or fear. We're all going to experience anxiety in our lives at one time or another, but to remain in this is an absence of faith and trust in our God for what is taking place. Faith and fear cannot coincide with one another together. So remember, anxiety is going to shove peace right out of the door of your heart when allowed to do so. Romans chapter 2 verse 9 and 10 states, There will be trouble and distress for every human being who does evil, first for the Jew, then for the Gentile. But glory, honor, and peace for everyone who does good, first for the Jew, then for the Gentile. And then Isaiah chapter 32, 17 says, The fruit of that righteousness will be peace 
Its effect will be quietness and confidence forever. So we see that when we live in righteousness and we walk in righteousness and do what's right, peace is a result of that. So you'll lose your peace if you spend money for gifts and events that you can't afford. You'll lose your peace if you're jealous and have to have what the neighbors have. You'll lose your peace if your job lets you go and you're steep in anger and bitterness. I hope you understand what I'm saying. God provides peace, but we have to receive and walk in that peace and we have to recognize when we're not. In John chapter 14 verse 27, it says, I am leaving you with a gift peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. And then Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, we're all familiar with. I'll read from the NLT. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has in store. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So we need to do what 1 Peter chapter 5, 7 says, give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. And then the last thing that we need to remember is refuse to allow life with all of its changes and challenges to dictate if you stay in peace or not. Instead, stay focused on the God of peace who never changes. He provides a steady peace that we can have. So reflect on his character and his trustworthiness and how faithful he is. He is bigger and more powerful than anything that we can face. Remember, he is your answer. He is your strength. He is your peace. Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 in the New Living Translation says, You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all those whose thoughts are fixed on you. And then Psalms 46 verse 1 says, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So during this Christmas season, remember God's precious gift of peace that came through Jesus Christ. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So remember, to partake of this peace, which is already provided, but must be maintained, number one, to remember that God, Jesus alone, is the source of our peace. Number two, recognize and prayerfully repent when you linger in anxiety or fear. Anxiety will shove peace right out of the door of your heart. And then number three, Instead, stay focused on the God of peace, who never changes. Trust his character, power, love, and faithfulness towards you, no matter what you're facing. In closing, 
2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11 says, Finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect, be of good comfort, be of one mind, live in peace, and the God of love and peace shall be with you. Shalom, peace, my friends, and remember to smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.